welcome to the Hunters Hub, the video game podcast born in the Monster Hunter community. This is your host, Fortuan, joined by co-host Sasha. How are you doing tonight? Not too bad. How are you guys? Doing good. I have just been playing Elden Ring. I don't think I have really played anything else to any extent of time. So it's been decent, I guess. And Ace? I'm doing good because this week we get some Monster Hunter Sunbreak news. Sorry for the early bleep. I know. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, what is that? All right, minute 20. Okay. All right, so... Yeah, so I thought that was really funny because, like, we just suggested this new timeline with Monster Hunter, like, specific episodes. And it's like, hey, Tuesday before that first Monster Hunter specific episode, big sunbreak news drop. And I'm like, awesome. Would have been cool for the news show, too. But this is even, that's even better fit. Um, so we'll we'll have some stuff to talk about that. But today is video game news in general and not just Monster Hunter and we got we got some things to talk about. There's a couple couple things we've been wanting to talk about, and some other things that uh, we may avoid, if you're asking, <laughs> because of uh, a lot of situations around them. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get into some stuff. I, I do believe I actually put on Twitter um, some of the stuff we will be talking about, though, um, which was. For sure, we're going to be talking about the Blizzard thing that you brought up, Ace. I don't even remember what it was, so I just wrote down Blizzard. Um, What it was is that they were named in the wrongful death of a former employee. Or they're being sued over it. That. Yeah, another lawsuit and another pretty egregious one at that. Um, Pokemon. Scarlet and Violet announced, but we talked a little bit about this, but we're going to sort of delve into a little bit more about the Scarlet and Violet aspect and see see where Sasha stands on it. <laughs> With the, uh, on the outs on, on Pokemon recently. So. I mean, it looks cool. I don't have any negative opinions on it. Sure, yeah. Uh, there was a PlayStation... What do they call them? PlayStation something? I, I, I would call or, them directs because no, Nintendo not, uh, did it. State of play. State, of, state play. of play. Yeah, I just called it PlayStation presentation <clears throat> in my notes. Uh, yeah, and then a little bit about, like, there's some more research done lately on video games and how they can uh, positively affect learning and stuff. So we can have a slight discussion about that. What, what's the face for Ace? So, uh, it, as of like three days ago, uh, now additionally there's uh, SEC, SEC investigating Activision Blizzard investors for insider trading now as well. Oh. <laughs> I feel so... like I feel like at this point we should just do like the uh, the Blizzard report. No, we should just do like the the cabin in the woods whiteboard thing and just have like all these different like ideas oh no <laughs> who who had insider trading oh my gosh who had was also secretly part of the illuminati uh, <laughs> just either that or make like a bingo card now here's where you can get to some serious conspiracy theories blizzard entertainment lizard entertainment oh. there you go 
can't That's spell blizzard ego. without lizard. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the lizard people are taking over. Now I'm just thinking back to Game Grumps episodes and Aaron just like going on and and Dan just like fucking losing it. I haven't seen that one. It's been a long time since I've regularly watched them. <clears throat> I think it was although one of the early Zelda games they were playing, and like mm. I think it was maybe the Lizelfuls or like earlier versions of them or something, or maybe it was some other game. But yeah, Aaron was just doing like a yeah. really high pitched meh lizard voice meh. Gotcha. It makes sense. The Lizelfos are a pretty uh. I don't know. Iconic Zelda enemy. Low-key one, I would say. Yeah. Not like, you know, the Moblins or the Octoroks or something like that. Or Anyways, um, so yeah. So, uh, the the Blizzard... Uh, I guess we'll start with that. The, the Blizzard thing. <clears throat> so, with the lawsuits coming in for, apparently, insider trading now. And... Um, a wrongful death uh, by ways of suicide, which if you re- remember, we talked about this months ago. Um, that was also part of the initial lawsuit as someone else had done that uh, based on the work situation with like a work trip. And uh, I don't know if you guys remember that, but that was a pretty bad one, too. Yeah. Where this woman was on a work trip with a superior and then he brought a lot of... Uh, um, how do you say it other than sex toys? Like, I don't know how else other to say it. That's what they are. Yeah. Adult paraphernalia. So this um, is the one whose family is suing for wrongful death, right? I was under the impression it was a new one, but I hadn't I, got to delve into it. I let me look, but I thought that this is the one unless he he just had multiple people that he did very similar things to. <laughs> Um, but I was reading that she was traumatized over her supervisor bringing these items, objects, um, (laughs) (laughs) to this work function. And then after she did, um, complete suicide, the, uh, her family was investigating it and this manager was acting like he barely knew her, that it was like very much just like, Oh, you know, I have hundreds of employees, and that he actively looked into other people who might have caused her trauma at work, like opened an investigation at work about it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, predator, predators and sleazy. people in high positions like that often try to cover their tracks and, you know, deflect blame off onto others when they can. So that kind of doesn't surprise me that... I mean... Now, to be fair, I don't think that the... <clears throat> Uh, it's harder in a normal company for that stuff to... No, it's not. Because this happens in companies all over. Um, the problem is, for Blizzard, is that it keeps happening, and they haven't been able to stop it yet, I assume. Um, we've seen improvements since the whole initial lawsuit, um, which... Yeah, and this sounds like the same story, so it might be the same girl. Uh, or woman, sorry. Um, but, like, this this um, is not a good look for them to c- have this continuously happen 
where they keep getting in the news for this negative stuff. And there's not a lot good going for them since, like, it's been, like, a year now that we've known about this, it feels like. Mm-hmm. I feel like it hasn't been a year, but it it just has weighed on us the more stuff they keep piling on. True. I mean, yeah, maybe it's only been, like, six months, but, like, oh, my gosh. It's been a long time, um, for sure. I mean, it just, I would say it just speaks to the culture of the companies and the workplace that all this stuff just keeps coming out and like hasn't stopped since i mean we talk about it yeah feeling like it's been a year but it's only been about six months or so i mean that can happen when i'm guessing i don't really i don't really know the dates (laughs) yeah i mean so that can happen when you expect better from a company that you more or less support and then you know kind of contrast that I mean, at this part point, of it is do we expect you... better do we expect better at this point or like look at they I tell us hope. that insider trading and we're we're just flat, like oh it's another one for the bingo card yeah yeah well no, i'm talking it's, about it's trust bad. trusting them or giving them the benefit of the doubt like before this stuff started right. happening like you know i i like to have the rose-tinted glasses when it comes to video games and video game companies just because it's a hobby of mine that I really enjoy. But, like, you know, companies like Activision Blizzard, EA, uh, not really CD Projekt Red because I haven't really played much of their stuff before, but, like, stuff like that can, you know, change your view on how you, you know, interact with these companies and their properties and stuff like that. And regardless of the the social situation that they've put themselves into, they're also in a weird time because we don't know what the acquisition of Microsoft's going to do to a company like that, at that size. So it sounds like they did know, and that's what this insider trading thing is about. Um, Uh Uh-huh. That they... That the stockholders knew about that aspect. Though the weird thing is, they, they... the stockholders themselves also filed another, a separate lawsuit because they didn't know about the investigations of, you know. So they're specifically the... naming four people um, in this insider trading thing. And okay. um, so it's David Geffen, Barry Diller, his stepson. Um, okay. And somebody else. So these people, I feel like, are being investigated for um, making large bets on the Activision stock days before the major acquisition, um, knowing ahead of time that probably this was a plan for damage control of all the negative Mm -hmm. stuff that's been going on. Like, hey, look over here at all this cool stuff we're doing as we merge with this other company. And Diller and Bobby Kotick... Uh, served together on Coca-Cola's board of directors, too. So maybe there's uh, some investigating that needs to go and take place over at Coca-Cola. Hmm. Yeah. That's, um... That's some rough stuff. And it, it, you know, they're they're hitting, like, the whole spectrum of crime at this point. 
next thing you know, they're going to start stealing trade secrets from PlayStation or something like that. Like, no, we're going to find out that they have like some weird sweatshop or something. That's the next <laughs> thing. I mean, there's there's been a lot, and and to the to the point of like, you know, they're they're trying to. As a business, I can see that they are trying to move on and try to make people see the positivity because, you know, if, for my for my mentality as a person, I don't think any one person, and I think this applies to most of the time, a company as well, there, there's always more than one aspect of them. And, like, we can chastise them for being pretty much terrible to, to not just women in their workplace, but <coughs> all ranges of people. But as we're seeing mostly women right now. Um, but they also still do some things that are good. Like they still bring out some good games, but like, I don't think, I don't think that they should be for, you know, like we should forget what was going on there. Um, you know, as, as they do try to move on. Now I still am unfault, you know, unfaltered in my excitement for Diablo four. The only thing that really like really got me, worried about Diablo 4 was the acquisition because I was like okay so how is this going to affect like development and teams and stuff because that's a huge shakeup whereas the individual stuff is like I really just hope that everyone involved in the you know the the everything from the insider trading to the you know the workplace treatment of people is just I, I really hope they eradicate the people that were responsible for that because obviously I don't think it's everyone there, but I think it's a lot of people higher up that were involved. So there's a what what's a base? There's a certain someone way at the top that needs to go, in my opinion. Yeah, and he shouldn't be. He's going though. He shouldn't be. He's on going, until just it not clears. in the way we want him to go. He's he's taking a uh, quiet step off stage left is what he's doing, instead of facing consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. It's man, it's really hard. It's a it's a tough I know. situation. I know. As a, I've I'm just very well, we direct can... in what I I'd prefer. I I think that it's also something to consider that as we have these individual lawsuits and these individual cases of bad, very, very bad experiences people have had working there that we, the people that are still there are trying to do good work. So as Mm -hmm. much as we hate like the big, like the one percent of their company, (laughs) the squeaky wheels, essentially. We, there's still this opportunity. Dying children, but yeah. Right. But there's still this opportunity to support people that are trying to do really good work. Yes. And then maybe with a new management and some, like, clearing out some toxic culture that there might be people that are happier to be at work and actually end up being more productive and doing better work. And we should see if they're following through on the uh, help program that they've they've talked about, the hotline, Mm -hmm. uh, for for you know, women mistreated in the workplace and the steps that people can take to rectify that within their companies. Um, you know, there's a lot to be said about, you know, progress and change, but obviously it's been a very painful process and a very public process for Activision Blizzard. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's hope 
that something good comes out of this and that we still have good games and just a better work environment. And it is the place that people want to work for, as they said, for many decades at Activision Blizzard. It was supposed to be, I think it's why some of these companies get such a bad rap as they were supposed to be the chosen one. Like the Star Wars meme, you were the chosen one, Blizzard. People liked working for you. That was their life aspirations and you you, you messed it up. You, you dropped the ball. You dropped all the balls. You, mm-hmm. The whole bag of marbles is everywhere. Like, so I guess we can hope that things get better going forward. It's just, you know, the insider trading thing is just another thing on the pile of things were out of control there. Yeah. Just out, absolutely out of control. Seems like it was the uh, gaming company version of the Wolf of Wall Street. Maybe. Yeah. Which I don't know if you've I seen. haven't seen the movie, but I understand the, I understand the reference. Yeah. Yes. I, I feel like that movie just with like uh Joker and other similar Edgelord movies, people miss the point of like, yo, the the main character isn't a hero. He's you shouldn't be like wanting him to win. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's that's true. I, I, I on a side note, I'll talk about the Wolf of Wall Street. Now, while I didn't see that, I know it was one of those um, Oscar. It was supposed to be DiCaprio's Oscar performance that people were talking about, and it ended up being the Revenant, the one where he is the hero. So, <laughs> well, he also is like grunting and crawling through that movie. Like he, he I literally goes seen... from like loud, boisterous shouting to like literally crawling and grunting and eating like raw bison liver to finally get an Oscar an Oscar. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Like he played, he played a scummy broker very well. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's true. Uh, he, I think he has a good, I just, I just really like the Revenant mm-hmm. and it was real. Like, I remember watching that in the theaters and seeing the bear attack and being like, oh my gosh, yeah. that looks like a real bear attack. Like that is insane. Cause a lot of movies they'll do like this, like very unrealistic version of like what a bear attack, like, oh, swipe cut to black. Like mm-hmm. that's not how it works. And they, they went full ham on that one. And it was just like, oh no, I, I'm surprised they didn't kill him in shooting the scene. Like, <laughs> well, well, uh, back in the day, uh, when I was a youngin, um, I was into Walker, Texas Ranger, and I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's an episode of that where like Walker and I think Alex or whoever gets they get trapped in a cabin because there's like a vicious bear out there, and. Mm-hmm. They end up expending like however many handgun rounds and however many rifle rounds, and it's and it was. Trying to get I remember it. at the time just thinking it was ridiculous, and like even at the end of it, they're like, "How many rounds did it take to put down the bear?" And Walker's like, "Too many." Blah blah blah, and I'm like, "Okay, all right." Bears are no <clears throat> joke, man. They are. Oh yeah, they are tough. They are. The, 
you know, the, I don't know if it's a real thing, but you know, you can, they can take a rifle shot straight to the heart and still come after you. Like. And in red dead. Well, they've got, yeah. Well, they've, if you think about it, they've got a lot of muscle in that area too. So it's not just like a thin area. No, you can, you can actually pierce the heart and supposedly they will still keep coming at you. It's actually why it's appeared in a lot of game mechanics with bears is they keep fighting after they're quote unquote dead. It's actually a thing in D and D like they're like, Hey, they keep fighting for X amount of time. And it's just like, I don't know if it's a real thing or if that's just become a myth, but yeah, they're, they're tough. They're they're a a very tough creature, well, but I won't that's be, not what we were talking about. I won't be one to Go find ahead. out. <laughs> no, no, but we have black bears here, but they're small. Mm-hmm. They're not that, and they're also skittish. So you you just have to yell at them. Go away, bear. <laughs> um. So, uh, any more to say about Blizzard? Uh, any more thoughts on? Maybe Everything not this from week. our <laughs> maybe not the yeah 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 I mean it seems like the saga is just going to continue they're just going to be there um, like I said let's let's get let have someone buy out a whiteboard go to office office max and then we can start up the board and just cross it off every episode all right well I got sweatshop for April <laughs> okay okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, hmm. Let me think about mine. Uh, um, I've, I'll go with uh, actually hired someone to kill someone. Hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I was going to go more high end, you know, like white, white collar crime with mine. And I was going to say... Uh, like severe cases of tax evasion by executives. Wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. I, I just, just uncovering that like no one had paid taxes for like 15 years there. I just went for the pie pie in the sky option. Cause like it seems, it seems at this point, I'm not, like, anything I'm not sure is I'm, possible, man. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm jiving with the phrasing of pie in the sky. I'd like to reserve that for positivity. <laughs> Well, hey man, like they've been proving that anything is possible in terms of like corporate wrongdoing. So, and, and anything is possible in terms of extreme disappointment in pe- them as people and a company. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh man, if anyone could do it, um, apparently Activision Blizzard can. Oh yeah, <clears throat> so um. Next, uh, so next up on a little more positive note, um, the announcement of Generation 9 of Pokemon, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Now, specifically because of Arceus, and I, I said this um, I said this on the Bickering Bucks episode and in my conclusion of talking about the game, it's like, if this is the direction of Pokemon, I'm in. I'm 100% in. I'm a new Pokemon fan. Here we are. So, since this announcement, don't make fun of me, all right? Just don't. But I have now gotten into the Pokemon trading card game on top of Flesh and Blood. Because... No! (laughs) 
I mean, okay. So here's the thing. So the the my good friend uh, Jared, who who owns the game store, I talk about him sometimes, and that's where I get most of my games. He also plays Pokemon, right? So he was like, "All right, so now." And, and the girls were interested, so I got some stuff for the girls. So now I am building a deck to fight him so he can, like, refine his stuff. Now, I'm mostly into the cards for the girls, so we're not doing t- I'm not doing too much with it. Mm-hmm. But I am building a deck to be pseudo-competitive so that he can practice. Um, but Scarlet and Violet was, like, the, the, the last thing holding... The dam of me being excited about Pokemon with Scarlet and Violet being announced, and I'm just, I'm in. I'm just, I can't wait for November to play Pokemon. I have never been excited about a Pokemon release until now. Mm-hmm. Like, I was super down on Arceus. Arceus was just like, this looks like garbage. I don't know what they're going to do. I have no <laughs> idea. So then I just reserved all opinions and ended up being, it's probably going to hit my game of the year this year. Like, it's in the list. Um, it's going to be in there probably. And I mean, there'd have to be a good four or five games that replace it. And that's pretty unlikely. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, of course we got Sunbreak. And then also well, here at the end of the month, I've also got Starship <clears throat> Wars. That's got a that's got a chance. Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. And Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Yeah, Tiny. That's next Friday. Mm-hmm. Tiny Tina's is soon. Man, I didn't know you'd dislike Lego that much. <laughs> just no. They've been just, the same game. Just no reaction. Just a blank, just, I'm just a sorry. <laughs> they've been the same game since I was in middle school, dude. <laughs> I've played. They've a got few funny of jokes. Don't fix it. <laughs> However, they do. I look mean, to be doing fair some enough, man. Oh. Okay, you'll have, have to let me know because I am not gonna play it. <laughs> I have a feeling I'll be playing a lot of the Lego video games with my kid. Mm-hmm. Oh man, so we have a Kirby is also next Friday, and we oh, ended yeah. up getting Star Allies today because they wanted to play a co-op game, and they're just, they're just like, Emery's been begging to play a Kirby game, and I'm like, all right, so let's try out Star Allies. So I got it, and we were playing it, and they love it. They're like. But it's complicated. I, I think it's the most complicated game I have played with the girls yet. Oh, oh my gosh. It's like, hey, in order to get this, you need to add fire to your sword attacks. I'm like, so not only do I have to get them to have sword, I have to get one of them to have fire. And then we have to coordinate an attack together. Good luck. To get this puzzle done. Good luck. Uh, we did it. <laughs> we, we did a... Most of the time, they're the ones that tap out. We're like, oh, we played enough. We're, we're gone. And I'll be like, okay, cool. Today, I was like, ah, oh, we got to stop. Dad cannot handle this right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, man. So uh, back, back to Scarlet and Violet. How do you feel? Like, let's start with the starters. How do you guys feel about the starters? I mean, they look, they look pretty cool. I, I don't. I uh, I saw that the fire starter theory about the Chinese New Year has been kind of debunked with this fire starter, which oh, seems okay. like a bummer. But otherwise, I think they look pretty cool. 
Yeah, I think he's pretty clearly a crocodile, and I'm not sure that a crocodile appears in the Chinese New Year. It doesn't. My child's been making so. me read a Chinese New Year book every single night. He is not one. Um, <laughs> gotcha. The, the only That's ones fair. left that would have fit into this theory would have been ox, horse, rat. No, rat is supposed to be Cyndaquil. Um Ox, horse, snake, mm. and something else. I can't remember. Well, we've had a snake starter. There was a grass Not starter a f- that was but a it's, snake. But it's all these fire Pokemon specifically is oh, this theory. Oh, okay. okay. Um, Maybe said, they're just narrowing their focus too much. Maybe it is happening. <clears throat> it's just happening across It might be the, the final evolution if it goes... Okay, so... It says rat with Cyndaquil, tiger Litten, rabbit score bunny, dragon Charmander, monkey Chimchar, rooster Torchic, dog Fennekin, pig Tepic. So the only four left are ox, snake, horse, and goat. So how does the crocodile mm. get to one of those four? He's a oxidile? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, theoretically, Taurus could go in Ox, maybe. So, I, since I've been a kid, have always been very much like Grass Starter, because Bulbasaur, Chikorita, like, I was all in on the grass. And this is the first generation, I'm like, that, that Fire Starter, though. Like, I, I, I want the Crocodile. Like, I feel like this is the first one where I'm going to start a fire purposely. And because like my very first time playing Pokemon, I had a Charmander because I didn't know you could look at it and not pick because I was like <laughs> 10 or 8 mm. or whatever I was. Um, I think it was 10. Yeah. Because um, it was like beginning of fifth, not sixth grade when I was in there, when I was playing it. So that was but anyways i'm i'm super excited about the crocodile for some reason i don't know i also like quaxley not that i don't like the uh the cat one um oh it's sprigato sprigato sprigatito see i think that's the one i'm gonna pick i think it'll be the first time that i'll ever pick a grass starter i don't right i don't i don't don't know what i'll end up going with if i do get the game however i will say that uh I really like the uh, surprise of uh, Typhlosion's new form in Arceus. I really dig the uh, purple flame color that it's got going on. Yeah, and it looks sleepy. I, that was, I thought that was weird. It's like super sleepy looking. Um, no, man. I'm trying to find... He ain't sleepy. He's a fire type. He's always blazed. oh man yep Uh, um you're welcome i am trying to find what would you do without my fine comedy (laughs) well people have made that joke before i'm just gonna say that that is that has been that has been made um i am trying to find the name so i can because i i'm actually fairly versed in spanish but i can't because it looks like they're, but I can't find its actual name. I I need to see it to be able to say it right. 
for the cat. Ugh. Anyways, um, so which one would you think you were doing, uh, Ace? Uh, do... Any of them? Do th- no idea. Might do the cat if I get the game, just because we're cat. We have cats at our house. I don't know. I went with uh, Litten in Sun and Moon, so. Okay. I also picked Litten because I felt like there were going to be a lot of water Pokemon. Hmm. Mm. I didn't want to pick the water starter if I was going to have my pick of. I mean, I was still hard in the grass on that one because, like, mm-hmm. Rowlet. I really like Rowlet. Like, as far as like starters, he's he's really up there for me. Right. And, and got it in Decidueye. <clears throat> okay, so it's Spriga, uh, Sprigatito, Spri, uh, Sprigat or Gatito, Sprigatito, which means baby cat. So it's actually a kitten. Okay. In Spanish, Gatito. And for some reason, male. But yeah, it's just Spanish. They may not mean that. That would be weird if they were only male. <laughs> like, no. how did that work? Then is there I feel a like it's just because gato. No, because yeah. a gato is always a gato, whether or not the cat mm. is male or female. I don't know. Right, but when you add I took uh, the, in sixth the, grade, so I don't. I have no point of reference past that. I I took, <laughs> I took Spanish from eighth grade to. <clears throat> High school, and then I married a Cuban woman. So I'm I'm very, I'm very <laughs> versed in Spanish. I took four years of Spanish, and I'm currently on a hundred and five day streak in my Duolingo right now. Okay. For Spanish. Hmm. Nice. Um. I uh, so. Obviously, Sasha, you're so. What would you normally play, or do you normally mix it up? I typically pick water, Mm. but Sun and Moon was the first time I deviated from that. And then I'm probably going to pick the cat because I'm not really into the duck. He looks a bit weird. I like him, but he's a bit weird. They, uh, they, they gave a, like a little, a little personality thing on them. So the capricious attention-seeking cat, uh, grass cat Pokemon, the laid-back fire croc Pokemon that does things at its own pace, which is totally what I like. That's why I have a lazy dog. This is, makes sense for me. That's basically Rowlet in the Sun and Moon uh, yeah. anime. <laughs> and uh, the earnest and tidy, tidy duckling Pokemon. He's, he's like the little uptight duckling and i i don't know i find i find that amusing um i hope that they don't do to quaxley is what they do to score bunny like making him look very humanoid at the end i do not want to find howard the duck in my pokemon game (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i always find so the i always find that kind of weird when they sort of humanoid the Pokemon. Like, uh, Incineroar is kind of weird. Uh, Machoke and Machamp are kind of weird. Incineroar is a weird choice. 
a very weird choice. Yeah. Oh yeah, the big burly like wrestling cat. Yeah. I'm like, um, why is Tony the tiger in my game? And he's like, so he can super... dark Larry at you. Yeah. They're Ash. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you think they're they're gonna dual type these again, at the end? Maybe. I think it would be cool if they just did a single, <clears throat> single type. Have they ever done a single typing? I mean, what were they in the original? Um, like our Venusaur was gra- was gra- Venusaur was grass, grass poison. poison. And then they had fire But I feel flying like Blastoise was straight water, wasn't he? He ended up getting a typing later on. I, I but that's the thing is like I think in the original game Venusaur was just grass. I mean, I don't think they had dual typing back then. And then my I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to Google this. My question is when are we going to get the uh missing evolutions? Like a ghost, Evie. Need a ghost. Need a steel. Need a rock. Need a uh, no, Blastoise poison. Is just water. Still, he's still just water. I really want a poison, Evie. That would be so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the like, girls are really into this YouTube artist that did like a rendition of one. It's got like a skull on its tail and stuff, mm-hmm. and like this crazy looking hood thing I was like, holy cow, freaking dark skull Evie here, here for poison. And then I, I think I, I think we're probably talking about the same one, but they also did like a, a normal type evolution. So like a fully grown Evie. Yeah. Like an Arcanine, but like Evie. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's cool. <clears throat> But yeah, we've been yep. missing them for generations. Where are they? Why aren't they here yet? Uh, I don't know. I've never been a big Eevee fan. I don't. I don't. <laughs> they're not. They're. It's not a bug. So. A, a bug <laughs> but what if there was a bug Eevee? That would be creepy because they like... they'd give they'd give her like praying mantis red eyes. <laughs> Might be cool. Yeah. Or just give her a bunch of like like extra like appendages coming out of her back or like a mm-hmm. Kerrigan kind of thing. <laughs> See that's that bugs can make things creepy immediately. <laughs> I mean have you seen Mega Evolved uh uh Pincer? Or yeah, Pincer. No. He's... I'm gonna look this up. Pincer Mega Evolution. See, I got out of. Oh. <laughs> 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 and then, and then I don't know oh. if they have like a comparison, but like, look up like size comparison to a person and tell me that's not the stuff of nightmares. I mean, Pincer's always been a bit nightmarish because of his mouth. Like yeah. his mouth has always been, but now it really can fly. Weird. Now it can fly. Now he's a flying. 
stag beetle. Well, yeah, I, this the, thing the picture... is like Jeepers Creepers. Now it can it fly. Does. It looks got... like that thing from Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. Now it can fly, and it's got like the cocaine eyes. You're doomed. Um, I like the Heracross. There's the one that's got the Heracross Mega beside it, mm. and Heracross Mega just looks like a freaking mech. <laughs> <laughs> Heracross um, looks like pool floaties. I like I like it's how I like how uh, Salamance's uh, Mega Evolution looks like a frisbee almost. Yeah, yeah, yep. That's uh, yeah. That's a that's a lot of wing there. Um, so. I, so like what did, what would be your guys' guesses for the, the the if they do dual type it? I mean Well, let's go back and look at them. I would caution Flying, I, I feel like with the water. Yeah. It feels it feels easy. Yeah. I feel like yeah. fire and ground for the crocodile. Unless if they decided yeah. to really throw a wrench in things and do fire water. That'd be interesting. A fire water. Mm-hmm. That, that's has there been a fire water? <clears throat> I don't think so. Once again, all this Google stuff because I've been out of Pokemon for so long. <laughs> and I, I feel, feel like, like the grass is gonna be fairy or something. Yeah, either grass and fairy or grass and normal. I'm wondering if the descriptions of them is supposed to be a clue. There is a fire water. Volcanian. Number 721. Is that the tortoise thing? Uh. Uh, Generation 6? It's a mythical Pokemon. Yeah. Oh. I think I remember now, yeah. It's only got double weakness, too. It's immune to water. I like that. Alright. So, um... Anyways, back to it. So, so... Fire ground... Water, water flying. I think water flying is a bit easy. I could see them going another direction with him, but I don't know what it would be. And I've seen, I've seen some people for the cat going grass fairy. I've seen that. So if they go grass fairy, if what if they go water psychic? Because there's something. I feel like there's a reason that they're made. Describing the duck as tidy. Mm-hmm. That could be it. A lot of the times, and I'm not, I'm not super aware of this. This is like again, I, I've been out of the game forever, so I never really got nitty gritty on this stuff of trending and that kind of stuff. But I have seen things say that whatever dual typing they have, just like how there's that sort of triangle of weakness between you know, water, fire, and grass, that the dual typings always have a triangle as well. So, like, when they do... So it's like dark, ghost, and fairy. Right. 
but psychic is in there too. Mm-hmm. I feel well, like the problem is psychic jams everything up because psychic's got so many weaknesses and is strong against so many things. Like psychic is like the catch-all. Sometimes they throw it in there, like. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I've I've seen a I've seen a rumor that it was like water steel for him. And I was like, that's a bit weird. But that's that was Empoleon, right? They yeah, yeah, that, that is. They already did that for Empoleon. Also a bird. Well, you know, as much as a penguin is a bird. But <laughs> they're going his name is Quaxley, which sounds like a very mm-hmm. posh name to start with and they're saying that he's tidy. So maybe they're going to do some weird evolution where it is going to end up being humanoid and he's going to have like some metal cane with him that he walks with. And uses as an attack. Far-fetched. Like a far-fetched. Yeah. I like the, the new far-fetched that they made with the, like, the, the lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. that was a cool far-fetched. I don't know. I, I, I guess... I'd like to see them move away because Fire Dark's been done a lot. Like, like that. I could see a Fire Ground being interesting. Of course, Fire Water being interesting. Because that'd be weird. Because if they do fire water, then it's like, what, grass electric? Maybe. Or is it water electric? Because they have to, because I think they they still match in the same direction as far as weaknesses. Because mm-hmm. I think they end up, in, in, from what I have heard on this trend, now granted, take it as a grain of salt. I am not, I'm not like a super Pokemon expert. I'm not a, I'm not a professor of pokemon but um from what i have heard on the the couple videos i've seen they they normally with the dual typing actually keep it the same weakness direction as well so if we had fire water so that means it's gonna have to be like grass rock or ground to to make that work which I don't see the cat being that. Yeah. Like I don't I don't know what else is weak to water. I will be right back. Okay. Well ground ground is weak to water, but it would make the he'd already be weak to water with it being a fire type. Yeah. Um mm. I feel like it would be neat, though, if they had their secondary types. Like, let's say they did first evolution, second evolution. There's no um, secondary type. But when they get to their final form, there is that secondary type. And that they actually counter the type that they were weak against in the beginning. And so the reverse counter. Yes, okay. that would so be cool. The, we could have a electric gra- grass at that point with the cat, which would be cool. I could see that working for the cat. That would be, I would love that actually. No wait, no, not electric grass because that would just make it stronger. We had to go the other direction, so it had to be strong against fire. So grass, fighting? ground, grass, grass rock. ground, grass rock. You're back to the grass rock. Yeah, which would work because then rock is weak to water where water would then be able to have some kind of some kind of an mm. edge against 
what it used to be weak to. Yeah. So grass rock. So yeah, I don't know. This is this is we're we're getting into some serious like <laughs> typing I problems. I feel like Charlie in the in the uh, the board that meme. Of yeah, course, Pepe Silva. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me. Uh, I I can't even. I, I just hope they don't do because they've done they've done a lot of fairy steel fighting and dark in the the dual typings. I I want to see some other things like maybe dragon. They don't do dragon all the time. Right, so they could do fire dragon for the crocodile. That would be cool. So if they go fire dragon. We get fairy again, though. And fairies come up a lot. And isn't dragon only weak to dragon? And fairy. Okay, and fairy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, what I, if I, we I... had water ice? Okay, water ice. All right. All right. Okay. Because so then... ice would be weak to the fire. Mm-hmm. Where water was putting it out. And grass is weak to ice, right? Yeah, let me... Let me look up this uh, chart so I can... I can really, really pin this down. All right, so... Ice is okay. So it so attack. Ice is going to be good against ground and flying, and dragon. Okay. Huh. We are. What's up, Ace? You you got. Oh, he's, his headset isn't on yet. Came in the side like a freaking... <laughs> like a goon? <laughs> he just feels a lot better now. <laughs> Came in like a all goon. His, all... Yeah. We were trying to figure out this still this triangle. So we're like, what about rock? What about ice? So water ice was actually a good suggestion. Yeah, and ice is super effective against grass. It would work, but I but I think it's specifically the subtypings are are super effective against each other. So, um, so the so the water would be have to be be so we're doing it Sasha's way. The water ice, so ice would have to be super effective against whatever the grass one is doing. So the grass would either have to be grass again, which. I don't think is going to happen. Ground flying. I mean, I could see a cat being flying. That could happen. <laughs> or dragon. And it, uh, or it's a cat. It's grass dragon for the cat. There you go. Dragon cat. Okay. <laughs> we're getting we're getting into some deep Pokemon stuff here, and I, I we are just I am not like equipped to dragon evolution. Another one we're missing. That would oh, be so cute. Like, it would look like one of Daenerys's little dragons in season two. Picture, picture sort of like a 
Vaporeon, but with like a longer neck and wings. Oh my gosh. That's so cute. I love that. Hmm. I always, uh, have you guys seen the, the joke that um, Dragonite and then Dragonair and then you get to it's Dratini and then Dragonite and then you get to Dragonair. So it's like, oh, it's so cute. Oh, it's so beautiful. And then you get to Dragonair and it's like, what went wrong? <laughs> 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 like, it had so much potential. And then. All right. So I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to figure this out without using steel or something like that. Like, I just. <clears throat> yeah. They'd be. I don't think they're going to use Bug. Uh, Psychic's a, a, a strong one that I could see them using. I'd like to see if they use Electric in some way. Which Electric would, again, point towards a water flying. So, we'll see. We'll see those dual typings. And maybe they buck the trend. Maybe there isn't any reason to it. They just assign some secondaries that are like, why'd you do that? <laughs> We'll see. Um, so aside from the starters and stuff that we talked about quite a while now, <laughs> um, anything else you guys are super... I mean, I'm excited for the Arceus style again. Like, I, I want to see that continue. Um, you... A lot of people are really excited to have gyms come back. I'm not sure why. Like, I guess people really like gyms. They really just want to have that kind of experience of getting... They beating like the, up someone else's Pokemon. They like the tangible reward of the badge. Sure. I mean, yeah. But you got a sticker in Arceus that was the same thing. You got, like, ranks and stuff, and it gave you, like, hey, when your Pokemon rank this, the, you know, the Pokemon will, of certain level, will listen to you. Now, they did something strange in, in Arceus that they didn't in other games. It's like, any Pokemon above a certain level will stop listening to you. Not just the traded ones. It's any of them. So if you over-level anything, it won't listen to you. Or you catch something way too high level. Like, because you can do that in Arceus. You can catch something that's, like, way out of your league on a lucky shot. And it will not listen to you. I mean, Which makes sense, but, like... They also had adult lady that was like, we may just have to let you die. That was... Yeah, that's a thing, too. <laughs> that stuck out to me right away when I started the game. I was like, uh, uh, oh, okay. I, I guess I'll just <laughs> death, die then death if I fuck up. Death to the player. <laughs> yeah, death to the player. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit weird. Um, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm excited. I was really happy to see it got announced. I feel this is super early. For another generation in comparison to some other things. Like, it doesn't feel that long ago we got Sword and Shield. Like, it really doesn't. Well, hold on. Sword and, I was living here, so it's within two years. Because it was like, I believe, 2019 that we got it. Yeah, wasn't yeah. it right before the pandemic? November fifteenth, twenty nineteen. That's that's probably yeah. why, is because the last what two three years have sort of all blended into each other, and our perception of time has been extremely warped because a lot of us have spent time at home. 
To be fair, I've always been labeled as an essential <clears throat> worker, so I've never been cooped up at home during the, the thing. So, yeah, But still, for a lot of other people, like perception of time has been completely altered. I mean, that happens here. I mean, my brother talks about how everything's squished together and he doesn't have the same perception of time. Personally, that hasn't happened to me, but I've had other things going on with kids and that kind of stuff the whole time. And it just, it's, I'm very cognizant of, of, of the days of the week and the day, you know, months of the year because of school and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, uh, Scarlet and Violet. I personally, I'm not a big fan of the, the Scarlet Violet sort of, naming i don't know why it's like eh it's kind of kind of red and blue again kind of not yeah violet's more purple but i don't know that's about the only thing i'm just like eh (laughs) everything else i'm super excited Mm -hmm. i wonder if we're gonna have crafting again crafting pokeballs i don't think so i don't know that was kind of annoying to the point where i had i've got like a hundred of those and a hundred of ultra balls and like a hundred great balls at all times. And I just mm-hmm. keep crafting more to clear up space in my inventory. Mm-hmm. Cause you yeah. collect so weird, much Weird stuff. Pokemon. I had to worry about inventory management now and crafting and materials gathering and Pokemon. It's like, what? <laughs> and I have to buy inventory slots from a guy that keeps upping the price every time. Do you know the max range of that? We talked about that on the episode. No. It's a million. A million. Yeah, I won't be doing that. Whatever the the dollars is. No. It's like Ah, uh, okay. Like I the last one I paid for was 200,000 and I was like that was steep. That was extremely steep. Yeah, I think I'm around like maybe somewhere between like 15,000 and 20,000 maybe. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'll just keep dumping stuff out of my inventory and then selling a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's the one thing I don't want to keep. It's like the inventory management thing they added to it. It's like, I kind of just want to go catch things. Of course, this is the first time I've filled up my Pokemon box because I've caught so many Pokemon in that game. Yeah. I mean, it sort of encourages you to because that's how you get extra money and experience. Like regu- regular Pokemon, you don't you don't worry about that because you catch like one or two of something in case you, you know has a branching evolution or something, and that's it. That's all you ever do. And then for this one, it's like, hey, catch twenty five Pidgeys, and you're like, but why? Not Pidgeys, Starlies. But yeah, you're like, catch twenty five to, to to get this request. It's like, I don't really need twenty five of this little dinky bird. I just don't. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like. It's not like uh, Pokemon Go where you can throw them into the meat grinder for some sort of beneficial reward either. For rare candies. <laughs> throw their experience into the grinder for experience for the good Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a that's a ooh, that's a a social thing I don't want to get into <laughs> for Pokemon. I don't know, that'd be more like sucking out their life force at that point. Pokemon Necromancer crossover. There you go. There you go. That can be what the uh, 
ghost evolution has necromancy powers. Evie, Evie necromancer revives all of its dead friends. And then there, there comes a dead radicate and people are like too soon. (laughs) Oh man. So, um, the next thing we have on the docket is the PlayStation pre- uh, presentation, and I know Sasha didn't watch this, because why would she? That's fine. I didn't, I didn't gonna, watch this. I'm going to take my break now while you guys discuss that. Oh, I completely missed it, so. The only thing I saw was well, there the is some, new Capcom there, game. That's what I want to talk about, is that <laughs> game specifically. Because... Everything else, I was just sort of like, well, from what I understand, because I didn't watch the whole thing, but yeah, recaps and stuff that I did watch, uh, a lot of people were just like, yeah, there wasn't a lot new there. So you kind of get like overall, do you think that's necessary to do that? Just sort of every once in a while have these presentations to remind people? Because it's inevitable every time we get a Nintendo Direct, we're getting reminded of whatever games haven't come out yet. Usually. Yeah. That, that that aren't let, let's 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 preface this to say games that aren't extremely high profile and they announced extremely too early aka Metroid Prime 4 because we didn't we haven't heard anything about that in years now. Yeah. Um I mean, I've got some uh friends who will probably play the uh Gundam Evolution game. Yeah, it was like a first person shooter Gundam game. Uh I didn't see if it was First person shooter says it's free to play though. So, or yeah, first person mm. shooter. Never mind. Right in front of me. I got a uh, yeah Ninja Turtles the Kawabunga collection. That I did see. That I'm actually interested in the Kawabunga because if I can play, um, now as I understand, it's mostly just the beat 'em up ones. It's not the original NES one where you have to go through the corals, right? I again, I didn't watch the direct, so I'm not that in tune i'm just looking at the recap notes sure so the cowabunga edition i might get that like the the cow the ninja turtles thing because i actually really like the ninja turtle beat-em-ups um turtles in time's a classic one on the snes um but there's an nes one it was like ninja turtles 2 is i think is what they called it um that one was really cool and i i liked that but it's super old and because it was on nes it had like very arcade kind of things that was super tough mm-hmm. and it was super like limiting on your <clears throat> lives and health and stuff. So like <clears throat> as a kid, I never really beat it, but it was still fun. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot more fun than the other Ninja Turtles game. That's for sure. So I kind of like, I kind of like beat em ups for Ninja Turtles. Like the only thing I could see that works that isn't just a straight up beat em up for Ninja Turtles is like a, in a fighting game, which they were in um, Killer Instinct. Were all of them in Killer Instinct? I don't know. At least one of them was. I think. That's not a... That's I'm not an Xbox person, and I don't think that's within Sasha's real house of games mm. in the, on the Xbox. Yeah, I didn't play a ton of the Xbox Killer Instinct. Yeah. They got... Um, I'm up. pretty sure they appeared on it, though. Um... But they work well in beat 'em ups, fighting games, and then also I could see them working well in a Muso game, kind of like Hyrule Warriors kind of thing, where you just beat up thousands of foot soldiers. That'd be kind of cool. Or Foot Clan. Foot got, Clan is uh, what they call them. 
Returnal Ascension update, which adds co-op and Tower of Sisyphus mode. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't like that game. <laughs> well, Fortuan, you have that game. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what I tell my kids when they say "butt daddy." Don't call me a butt. But you are a butt <laughs> if you don't play that because you have the game. Fortuan. I do. I don't want to. It's not a good game, in my opinion. Ooh. I just don't like it. I don't like dying and then having to sit through three minutes of cutscenes when I skip it still. Painting the crosshair on your back. <laughs> Chair's high enough. I'm good. So, um, so Ninja Turtles, that was a that was one of the other ones I was excited about. But Exo Primal is the one I was really excited about. So it's dinosaurs but it's like here like what do you call it co-op shooter team play in the style and like raptors are like daisy zombies they're just pouring out of the sky <laughs> like did you see the the trailer for this ace i think i caught it but i don't remember much to it unfortunately so, like, there's this, like, time rift, and there's just a downpour of raptors. they just, just, just raining raptors. And it's not even, like, rain where there's spaces between the raptors. It is a river of raptors pouring out of the sky. I don't know how they're not dead, right? Like, like it's a fall that would kill something like that. But also, it's just, like, super, like, rush zombie mode, and everything's a raptor. And I was like, what is going on here? If you watch the videos, it is insane. Now, it's another one of those, like, pick your hero, special ability, shooter kind of thing. Uh, it looks like a horde mode game, honestly, which I'm not against a horde mode game. I like those. Um, my favorite, I think, is still ODST's horde mode uh, from Halo. But the the game looks really fun. I'm really, really hyped for it. Uh, I didn't expect to be hyped for it, but I'm glad to see another dinosaur game. Um, but also they showed off some like highlights of like boss monster, of course, T-Rex. Like, I mean, how can they not use a T-Rex? But they showed off goofy as hell. <laughs> what, what the, the river of raptors that you're looking at? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks insane. Um, and they showed off stuff like a a boss fight intro with like a triceratops and stuff, and I, I it looks it looks pretty fun. I'm pretty into it. Uh, another Capcom title that I don't Capcom hasn't been doing a lot of new IPs lately, so this is kind of cool too to see that happen. Um, the dinosaurs, <laughs> I love dinosaurs. <laughs> Um, but that literally like those two things, Ninja Turtles and mostly, uh, Exo Primal are the only things that I was really interested in that came out of that, that presentation. Mm -hmm. Um, what I was going to ask you earlier is, you know, because we see this a lot in Nintendo of recaps of games, but they all always pepper in new stuff. I feel like this one, a, a lot was recap is according to what people were saying, a lot of reminders, this is coming out and that kind of thing. Do you think that's useful in a presentation like this? Like, 
should we have had this presentation? Like, let's say they didn't announce anything new, right? Like, I mean, is that even worth people's time at that point? I mean, if they're introducing new facts about the game and not just essentially being like, hey, remember this is coming, I'd say that's worth it. I feel like people take things far too much for granted nowadays because, like, you know, the last couple of directs where we've had nothing on Monster Hunter, they've essentially nothing on Monster Hunter except for, like, a recap of a trailer or whatever. People have been like, that was a waste of a direct. Um, what? People were saying, we got the announcement, the direct before the one that just happened. And then the one that just happened, we got the second trailer, the second teaser. Well, yeah, but, like, we haven't had much new information. Or, like, with some of the mini directs or whatever, like, people like to... I I would say the announcement of the game is a pretty new information. Well, the last one didn't have anything on Monster Hunter. The last one that we had? The last direct? When did they do the, the Lunagaran? Uh, it... Am I wrong? Was it not just the previous one that we just had? I'm pretty sure it was the one before. So you're saying we've had three directs since I'm pretty sure. October? I think so. It doesn't make be. any sense to me. I could be wrong, but I mean, I've seen comments out there saying that it was a waste. And like, even with like other, you I, know, PlayStation. I understand you don't, place, I understand you don't agree with that, but yeah, um, I'm looking it up. It's a lot of research today on this episode for me. <laughs> yeah. And like, even with like other, uh, PlayStation state of plays, I've seen people just, putting out the opinion of oh that was a waste of time and blah 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 and i'm like look just because it didn't have something for you or for me doesn't mean that someone else didn't get something that they wanted out of it or that they might be interested out of it like if it's not for you it's not for you get over it move on now we didn't get any information at the game awards no, we did. No, we did. That's what it is. Luna Garen came out at the Gano boards. Yeah. And this previous one didn't. Okay. Yeah. That's where I was confused. That makes sense. That's my bad. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, especially I feel like uh, in terms of, like, the PlayStation side of it, um, I've seen a lot of whining and crying about there not being more information about uh, God of War Ragnarok. So, like, people don't see, okay. see new news about God of War Ragnarok. They're just like, oh, that was a waste of an event. Why even have one? And I'm like... People people are very weird about that. And I yeah. think that's just in general with game announcements. And that, not just, not just like, high-profile games. You can see a lot of times... So, I see this, and I'm not going to name this person. Um, but th- I have a friend who is like, they didn't announce a fighting game. I'm out. Like, 100%, they're only looking for fighting games. Oh, that was garbage. Nothing there interesting. And then I'll say, like, five or six games that they were actually interested in. And they're like, but it's no fighting games. It's like, half of the thing was interesting to you. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, they don't play I think games people anymore. are just... 
Just, if this one thing I want doesn't happen, it's garbage. Right. Lee. Like, like, uh, I don't, I don't know. That's, but that's just like a general thing you see. I don't think everyone does that. Obviously, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a vocal minority in this case. But like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I felt weird to, as someone who isn't paying attention to PlayStation as closely, um, as even watching one of these things, <laughs> even though I have a PS5 and I have been actively playing it. I'm not really looking forward to a lot what PlayStation has to offer. So when this thing comes up and there's nothing really like that except for Exo Primal, which, I mean, dinosaurs, I'm in. But, like, um, you know, like, Ragnarok, if there was news on Ragnarok, I would have watched it afterwards anyways. I wasn't sitting there waiting for Ragnarok. Just, I mean, it took me how many, how long to finish God of War new just again, reboot, whatever you want to call it. Just, just get into Horizon. I think you'll, I think you'll like the first and the second game. Okay, just based off the. It premise. is on my stack, and I have now purchased Forbidden West as well. I now have <laughs> it. It is on the docket. But I, I, I will go through this again, because I'll, I'll just remind you of the stack of PlayStation games alone that I have not that I had to get through. Skip. Got to finish Elven Rings. Skip it. It's okay. Hell Warriors. I gave you permission to skip it. Go ahead. Phoenix. I still I bought Phoenix like months ago and I still haven't started. Cool. I, Guardians I bought, of the Galaxy. I bought uh, bu- 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 what's it? Baby fetus Norman Reedus. Uh, I bought that forever ago and I still haven't started it. But right after Guardians of the Galaxy, which is the fourth game down, then I have uh, Horizon. Then I have Deathloop. Then I have Forbidden West. Now. Pepper this in the fact that I'm juggling between PlayStation, Switch, and computer. So like, it's gonna be a while. <laughs> nah, nah. I give you permission. Just skip to it. Go ahead. No, no. <laughs> I I've got Starship Troopers coming out this month, man. And? Come on, and Kirby. <laughs> And Tiny Tina's, and I'm gonna play Tiny Tina's because that's our next Bickering Bucks episode. After uh, we finish, well, I finish Sifu after we record Sifu. But Tiny Tina is is on the docket as well, and that's gonna happen for sure. And uh, Sasha's gonna be playing Tiny Tina. It's true. It's gonna probably stop me from playing Mass Effect Three for a little bit. I don't, I don't, I mean, personally, I don't really have a lot of love for the Mass Effect series, so I, I understand that, but I know <clears throat> that is a major swerve for you. Yeah. So. Yep. You know, my, my small amount of free time is carefully selected. Yep. Um, yeah, and I still got to finish Triangle Strategy, and I want to finish that after Elden Ring, which, by the way, really good, Ace. I think you would really like Triangle Strategy. For the story, specifically. Maybe. I know nothing about it. Final Fantasy Tactics. Did you ever play it? No. Any strategy game? I mean, theoretically, yes. Were you, mo- 
where you move units turn by turn basis and hit somebody and they hit you back on their turn. Yeah. Moving around. Okay. That's the gameplay mixed with what I feel is a really good story. And I've been playing it in bits and pieces because I've been focusing on Elden Ring, but that's my next thing is triangle strategy. And then somewhere I got to fit Kirby in there and tiny Tina. And there's, there's too many games. And then Sunbreak's going to kill all of the progress I have on anything because I'm only going to be playing Sunbreak for like a year, feels like. Especially with crown hunting if they keep it that like frustratingly hard. Until Stories 3 comes out. Don't even... No, nah, I don't... Dude, if it's as bad as far as the voice acting stuff goes as 2, I'm out. I don't... I like the gameplay, but I cannot silent stand. Silent protagonist that says Rathalos at the very end. Yes. Yes. <laughs> then I burn my copy on video. <laughs> oh, boo. Ritualistic cleansing. I mean, <laughs> you can do that for like movies like Dragon Ball Evolution, but like. I never saw that one. I like the actor that plays Goku, though. He's a good actor, but, like... I mean, yeah, Justin Chatwin's a good actor, but, like... There's only so much you can do when you're given an absolute stinker of a script. Yeah. Yeah. And the animation is completely lacking, and the story is crap. But, you know... It happened. (laughs) Um, all right. So I think that's enough about the PlayStation stuff. So, uh, cause again, I think I was the only one excited, super excited about anything. And it was exoprimal. What's okay. It's your tattoo, but what's, what's the, I don't understand the reference. Dead space. Oh yeah. Space. You want to talk about dead space? Yeah. They had the, uh, sound or yeah. Sound dev stream um Mm -hmm. so they talked about a lot of what they're doing with sound in the game and from what they discussed and debuted in it i'm getting more interested in the game and it seems like they're actually taking a lot of it seriously so they're like effectively going back and fixing audio mistakes that took place in the first game um so you know that notorious scene in the first game where there's the guy standing at the end of the corridor and he's just like banging his head on the wall until you get close enough to him and then he like overdoes it on the last one and kills himself um they show no but i continue so to get to him initially you go down a hallway and then sort of like a u-turn go around on the other end of it um Mm -hmm. in the original game it's all just a solid sound all the way through they showed how in the remake it's going to be going through essentially uh three different sound portals so Mm. it's going to increase in like its volume and intensity well, not necessarily intensity as the closer you get. Um, they're fixing, like, breathing cycles and things like that. So uh, one of the ways they should debut that is uh, 
when Isaac is running out of air in the first game and you got to either an air station or got into an airlocked room and the door closed, uh, he would automatically just revert to a, nor a normal breathing cycle. Uh, they showed how they're changing that up and he's like actually catching his breath from like gasping mm. for air and stuff like that. So it looks like they're actually putting more like realistic efforts into, you know, making it an sound actual, design. Yeah. Making it yeah. actually immersive and stuff like that. Well, far more than the first. Yeah. One. Sound goes a long way in a game, like a long way. Um, I, I would say one of the big reasons why I was so wowed by Doom 2016 was the sound design. Is, is a big portion of it. Mm -hmm. um, not only just, just you know, you know, we think sound in a game, a lot of times we just talk about music, but actual just sound effects and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff too is, is really what sound design uh, really needs to get right for you to get immersed, not just whatever tunes playing in the background while you're smashing heads yeah. like, in Doom's case, but like, and they, something like Dead Space, where it isn't so high octane, the sound design is even more critical because it's going to immerse you in that sort of creepy environment. So an echoing head banging on the wall is going to be like, what the hell is that for like new people? Mm -hmm. You know, and then you get closer and you're like, what is that guy doing? It's actually a uh, funny crossover talking about Doom and head banging on the wall. The Doom movie does this where someone is beating their head on the wall and kills himself. Uh, the one with the rock, by the way, because <laughs> mm -hmm. um, he's, he's turning into a zombie. So he's unable to control himself, but he's able to still hit his head on something. So he kills himself rather than turn. Mm. It was actually, I don't know. There's good moments in that movie. Mm -hmm. So I still like it, but you know, yeah. And they showed, they it's, showed. it's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Uh, they showed, like, for the uh, noise that the plasma cutter makes when it fires, they showed that it has, like, nine different sound files layered over each other. Um, mm. And they showed how uh, Isaac, when he runs for a long, prolonged period of time, he'll go into a more exhausted state and have more, like, labored breaths with, like, gasps intermittent between it. Um Hmm. They also showed how, like, when doors are closed, it'll distort the sound that's on the other side and stuff like that, and more, like, mute mute it down a little bit. So, it looks like they're going for more uh, realism and immersion with this uh, remake. So, so far, painting it in a better light for me. Like I said... I love... I don't know if you saw my tweet, but if they maybe just move the EA logo to, like, the back of the box and, like, minimize it. It might become a day one purchase <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, I've always loved like sound design and concepts. So that would have been I might I might watch this just to see what they do because like the way they do things with sound and to make the sounds that that, that are so like iconic, like especially mm -hmm. in movies, right? Like you wouldn't so um, like the the blaster fire in um, Star Wars. You know how they, they made that noise-wise? Uh, I feel like I saw it at some point. And I've I've seen like a bunch of like the different techniques for sound and stuff, but I just forget the blaster. 
they just take a hammer to like a steel wire and uh, that's a blaster noise just pshoom, like that's just what it sounds like actually yes i re- i remember that now because um there's, yeah there's a tiktok of a guy like an like an actual like a cable line worker who takes like mm-hmm. a, a like a little wrench and just starts tapping the 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 electrical wires and whatnot and then that mm-hmm. that's usually paired by someone like matching that with like them being at home and their electric electricity is going on and off as he's tapping the line. Mm. But yeah. Gotcha. Same concept of the of the sound because it has a really interesting like sound as yeah. it, as the sound transfers down the line. Yeah, so like that, but one of my favorite ones is the Balrog in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And they made its growls. They're not animalistic in any sense. It's literally a cinder block tied to a screen, drug across the floor of the sound studio. <laughs> they just recorded that noise, and that's the Balrog. <laughs> well, you know, you know the what most of the Joker's theme in Dark Knight was, right? Mm-mm. It was uh, piano wire, so they would take piano wire and just go down it with like a razor essentially that did not make me feel comfortable even <laughs> you to say that i just <laughs> i mean yeah i mean the like cue and sound for joker is meant to be really eerie and unsettling because it's just got that you know like yeah 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 like you're going insane just by being near him yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, Joker, uh, have you guys seen The Batman yet? I actually got to go to the movies for once, and I saw it. Not yet. I really want to see it. It's good. Holy cow. We're going to take mm. a little little sidebar and talk about this a little bit. I do not have high expectations for comic book movies and stuff because I'm normally not a fan. Like I said, I only ever liked Spider-Man before any of the Marvel movies. And then I still like Spider-Man, but, uh, and then the movies made me like Captain America, but like, I've never been a super big fan of Batman. Um, but this one, obviously the dark Knight was great. Right. I think people mm-hmm. universally agree that that was an amazing movie. This is my favorite Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Like the gripes I have with the dark Knight are not here in this one. Um, it's I pretty keep hearing good stuff about it. You're not the first it's... person I've heard say that this is their favorite Batman movie. Yeah, it's it's really good. Now, I I don't really have a lot of complaints for it. It's pretty long though. It's almost three hours long, so that's uh, if that's a problem, I guess that could be one. Yeah, it's coming on HBO Max and like a month so oh it is okay yes we might just so I'll wait. spend that three hours on my couch yeah we might just bite our time and do it in comfort yeah i mean the theater that closed in here in chillicothe that i said i had to go to columbus to go watch movies for a while just reopened and this was the movie they got so i was like okay yeah we're, we're gonna go see this so we took uh, Thursday night, uh, mm. my brother, and my dad, and I went to go watch it, and 
we all pretty much liked it. It was pretty good. So they just sort of like um, indefinitely closed them, and now they're back. Yeah, no, it, it was it was bought by a new owner. Oh, okay. And then reopened. Um, but the owner wasn't like it's a it was a franchise. I'm sure you guys have heard of the Danbury Cinema because it's it's a pretty. No. No. Okay. It, it you is. Got imagine here in Michigan. It is Marcus and AMC here in Wisconsin. We have AMC as well. A- AMC is here. We also have Regal. It's pretty popular here. I've and heard then, of Regal before, but never seen one. I don't think. Yeah. Um, but Danbury is the quintessential budget movie theater. Mm-hmm. Like, I generally do not like them because um, it's like you want to have a good movie experience and cut it by 50% quality and about... 25% price. <laughs> I mean, now they're, they're known for keeping movies a lot longer than other theaters. So if you miss something in theaters, a Dan bear is usually going to have it. But at least here there was, but like, so they Dan Barry cinema, the whole chain got bought by someone else, but we went into the theater and we were commenting like nothing has changed. They didn't even change the posters. Like the posters are the same when we were here, like the everything. Like it was like it just reopened by the same people. Nothing changed. It was so weird. I mean, I will say, the movie going experience largely can be influenced by who's there when you see the movie, though. Because like, I mean, it's always like for the past like ever, ever since my divorce, it's just been my brother and I and my dad. Like. 100%. I have not seen a movie with anyone else but those two people and sometimes my mom. <laughs> no, I mean like who's there as in like the audience. Like I've oh, had sure, yeah. I've had several several outings where um annoying ass teenagers have had like a box of runts and then just spill it and so for like a solid 20 30 seconds all you hear is as they fall down oh. all the levels and stuff, like, like I discussed on here, one of the oh. one of the last two outings we went on, there was a couple that were like sucking face and groping each other, like two feet from my fiance's head. So, yeah, I remember that. We actually had so before the movie started, it was just the trailers. Mm-hmm. Some guy was like really hurrying to get out of his seat or something. He actually fell down the steps, like. He's fell down like three or four steps. Jeez. I guess and I was like, he might have oh, had a bathroom emergency. Is he a- and he uh, he just jumped up, just hopped up. He was a younger teenager, just hopped up and kept going like nothing happened. I'm sure he was just embarrassed or something. <laughs> I was just like, oh, did, did someone just die in the theater? Holy cow. No. Okay. We're good. Okay. Whew. Um, so, uh, Dead uh Dead Space sound design which got us into movie theaters. Um uh I so this is the remake specifically you're talking about and not the spiritual sequel that we're also getting. Spiritual remaster. I don't remember. It's not called Dead But they're doing the remake and then there's another company that is like inspired by Dead Space. Horror. They announced it like a week before the EA one if you don't remember. Yeah, you don't remember. I don't Your remember. face is telling me you don't remember at all. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. that at all. Yeah, there's another Dead Space-like game coming out. 
to you. I feel like you're just gaslighting me at this point because I generally don't. No, I am not. We definitely talked about this. Yeah. No, I I would not gaslight you. So it sounds like this was about the remake. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It was specifically like they it's Dead Space and it's on the YouTube Dead Space channel. Okay. All right. Um, so do we want to get into another uh, another thing? or? Oh, and they were saying uh, one of the uh, content creators that was there that was invited, uh, he mm-hmm. asked uh, when they when the earliest they think, like, product-wise it would be available, and they were saying early 2023. Um, okay. And they were, he was terrible. saying that they were uh, a couple weeks away from doing, like, an entire walkthrough of the game. So, hmm. sounds like it's well underway. Wow. I mean, here I am, been excited about Diablo 4 since 2018, and I'm still expecting 2025 on that one, so. Dragon Age 4 for me. Yeah, yeah. There, we, we all have those long games. I know a lot of my friends are like, Metroid Prime 4, yeah. That's, that's a ways out, too. Negative um, atmosphere? Is maybe? That the game I don't know the about? I don't know the name of it honestly. I really don't. Okay. All that's... I know is that it's a spiritual successor slash remake, whatever. Whatever you want to call it. Heavily influenced it's by Dead Space. The Callisto Protocol. Yeah, that sounds more like it. Oh yeah, that one. I think that one has been in like PC early development or early access for a while now. Maybe I don't know. I don't pay attention to early access. I just don't. <laughs> I don't. I want to play a game. It's like I w- we actually had a discussion on the Discord this week about how I just don't play demos anymore because I just don't. I'd rather just play the full game. Like I, by the time that I know that I want to play a game, I'm usually already just going to buy it. Mm-hmm. I don't need, I don't need to sort of see what's going on. And the only reason, like the outside of for the podcast, and like we're talking like specifically Monster Hunter stuff, I've not played a demo of a game since the Wii era, Wii PS3 360. Like, I, I just don't. <laughs> and then get, get into stuff like early access, and I'm just like, forget about it. I don't even. You're going to add whole features, and I'm not going to know about later on if I come back to this game. So I'm just going to wait till you're out of early access, period. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean I don't play games that were in early access. I don't think it's a problem to be in that. I just don't want to experience it, quote unquote, too early for me. Because, like, a lot of times I'm done with the game, I don't go back usually. I don't go back to a lot of games. I play a lot of games, and I don't go back once I finish it most of the time. Like, even Monster Hunter, I don't go back very often. I've only went back to 3 Ultimate because Ace and I were playing together. I would have never done that on my own volition. Never. Despite how much I love the series, I would have not done that. Um, Well, we still have to do it more. I got a lot of stuff to play, man. A lot. I'll let you know. 
I'm not done with it. Oh, speaking of which, uh, Sasha, we talked about growing up last week. Uh, I'm going to say this before I forget. I finished a, a run through of it, and it it doesn't. Your game sounds a lot cooler, the text based one. Like, because there's a lot more bad choices. It sounds like. Yeah, not only the bad choices, the game ends. You roll credits after you graduate high school. Well, yep. You take an SAT, and it determines, and I give you like a little wrap-up of your life afterwards. You make a few decisions. Like, if it didn't come up during the time, they're like, hey, are you into guys? Are you into girls? Or do you not care? And it's like, uh, I guess guys. Because I was playing a female. I was just like, I, I, guess, I guess my character I was playing was assumed to be straight. Although... She did have a thing, like she did have a thing for her one friend. So she 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 was exploring those those options. But um, I ended up sort of being like a wrap up of like, hey, you meet this guy, you get married, you own a bakery, that's it, you're done, roll credits. And I was just like, but this game was really cool, and like I didn't want you to do, you did be dirty game, and I'm like, but then the really cool thing happened. And it, it asked you to play again, like another run, right? And I was like, I did the same thing. I, I don't care what the parents are. I don't care what the, you know, anything about race or anything like that. I just, just, just randomized something. I go put me in. Um, I didn't notice. It didn't ask me the th- question about the parents and it didn't ask me. All it asked me was gender. I was like, I don't care. Surprise me. And then ta-da. I was my previous character's son when I started again. And I was like, oh, that's cool. That okay. is cool. That's an option so, of BitLife, too. You can, like, play as one of your relatives or re-roll fresh. Okay. No, I think this one just ro- immediately just rolled me into being the, the kid. So, like, I've got, like, a whole different thing going on. Like, I didn't meet a lot of, like, a, a lot of, like, I had, like, one friend in the uh, first run. In the second run, I've got like three friends and we're like a group of us that go run around and get in trouble. It's actually really funny. It's like, this would be like a little kid thing. Like I, I, So it's a lot more in-depth uh, over the long run than I thought it was going to be, but like, I, I still got sucked into playing a little bit more of it. But I was like, okay, I can put this down. I've rolled credits. I don't need to play this anymore. Like, I'll just focus on Elden Ring. <laughs> But yeah, it was it was actually really cool. I the music in it's great. It's very very good. So it it draw like the music very much draws you in. Uh, I believe. Very uh, like when you're young, it's like super, like not happy but like hopeful music. Like a lot of potential. It feels like this is like very like oh yeah I got to keep going I got to learn things like. This this kid that I'm doing is a lot more athletic than the girl that I was playing. So this boy is like super athletic and he's not very smart. <laughs> nice. It's just it's just fun. Um, not saying that you can't be both athletic and smart. I'm just saying that's the way this kid is going is not being smart. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been I don't know. It's a cool game. Um, so uh, talk about like. Uh, yeah, there was, there was some news things that came up again. This is a pretty common subject, but 
it came up again about video games being uh, helpful for reading. Was it specifically? Um, um, I actually found two recent articles about video games being helpful for teaching things. One was about um, helping stroke patients get their lost oh. skills back. And the other was about how uh, someone is doing their PhD research right now to determine if video games enhance your reading skills, which that sounded really cool to me um, because I am a person whose job is to teach people with profound learning disabilities. So Mm -hmm. if there are new strategies to teach things that people don't, uh, my students don't really want to participate in, I am all for it. I could teach you to read by playing a video game. Let's do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But the article, um, so this person, her name is um cress is her last name she is doing her phd research in cognitive neuroscience um Mm. at with the department of psychology and health studies at usac college of arts and science which i don't know Mm. where that is but (laughs) essentially what they're looking at is um because of the way that images are presented in video games. So like you're playing your, um, maybe you're handling a joystick, you have your character walking forward and then a text screen pops up with, with a tooltip or um, some sure. quest log or something comes up and it's typically timed. It's not going to stay up there forever. So this essentially presentation of stimuli with a time limit is training the the viewer to attend to it, read it, gather the information very quickly as they're continuing to do another task. Um, sure. So, so the science behind that would be that it's training them to attend faster and um, gather information faster. Okay. That's interesting. Cause I've always felt one of the, my like vocabulary specifically Video games and Dungeons and Dragons both have always expanded my vocabulary. Like, um, and that's obviously that's part of reading and not a huge part, but it's part of it. The more familiar you are with words, the more easily you can read them, unless it's the word kernel or something like that, because <laughs> that, that just looks colonial to me. Uh, but like, I've always felt that that's been a thing for me personally. And and my daughter now, my oldest is learning to read. And so we've been doing like however many reading minutes a day is assigned by her teacher and that kind of thing. So we're doing books, obviously like I have some old Dr. Seuss books we've been doing and not just like, you know, the, um, you know, you think Dr. Seuss, you think like, you know, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, like the super simple ones or green eggs and ham. But like, there's some seriously long ones too. Yeah. The Lorax is a hike. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not, yeah. Well, the Lorax, the one I have is like the diggy, the digga, diggy, diggiest dog or something like that. (laughs) But a dog who basically digs up the whole town when he learns how to dig, he kind of goes overboard with it. Um, but it's like really in depth as like, as far as like reading wise and, Dr. Seuss also makes you have to pronounce words that don't exist. Um, So that's something they were talking about in this article as well, is that in this 
tests that they're doing. Um, they're presenting words that are common words, well-known words that are easy to read, and then fake words that require you to sound it out. And finding mm -hmm. that people who regularly play video games are are not like stumbling essentially on the fake words. They're able to look over, mm -hmm. glance, gather it, and with the same efficiency as if it is a common word. Right. Yeah, because we did, I mean, now, again, this is going to delve back into Monster Hunter, but you can see this with Monster Hunter, how you'll have, like, six different ways to pronounce the same monster name in the community. It's just, like, Rathian, Rathian uh, is another is a good one. Rathalos, Rathalos, like, people will just do that. They just decide on a pronunciation and they go with it. And it's only been until recent history that we've actually got official ways to say it that we've actually had that discussion on, on, on people would just say it. Like, I, I mean, I've had that, like when I first started the podcast, people would be like, you know, they'd be like Rathian. And I'm like, what, what do you have? Oh, you mean Rathian? Okay. Rathian. Okay. Gotcha. Tigrex, Tigrex. Tigrex, Tigrex is a famous one. <laughs> Especially when most, they, they, they said the official pronunciation was Tigrex. And most people were like, Nope. Tiger. Tigrex, this is you're not gonna you're not gonna change that for me, but yeah, you could see that in a lot of games where people just sort of like digest the information and go because you don't you don't have the time. Mm -hmm. um, I that's a really cool concept because you don't really think about that a lot of time. We, you know, when we're gaming, you don't really think about like <clears throat> the benefits a lot of the time of, of doing like something like that. Like the only one that I've heard that I've been it's hard to be conscious about it because it's specifically about it not being conscious is is pain like a using games as sort of like a a, a replacement for like a marijuana uh, for pain killing dull, dullness of pain. Um, yes, if you're talking about like specifically activating the reward centers of your brain by playing yeah. video games as a replacement option, yeah, I mean that makes sense. It's yeah. Right, because it's 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 basically keeping your focus and then also firing off the dopamine mm. that, you know, is going to help with pain killing and that kind of stuff. Like, um, I don't know what, what research I heard that, that you know, that, that said that, but, like, there's all sorts of stuff that we're figuring out. And, there's, and of course, we always always have those, those naysayers of, like, hey, you know, they're just destroying America and destroying how people do things. Like... I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not even... I'm not a big fan of, like, when people are on their phone when I'm in public. And, like, even that, I wouldn't even be like, it's destroying America. <laughs> like, I'm just like, hey, I mean, could you just pay attention for a little bit? <laughs> I mean, these a lot of these same people, you know, tend to say that games cause violence and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. everything, everything just causes violence nowadays. It doesn't matter. We're a violent people and a selfish people. Like, yeah, I feel like that it's just those situations that people want to assign some kind of a blame for a situation that it's it, it's too complicated to say. You know, this happened because this person played video games all the time, but right. really, like, what were the factors that led this person to avoid social interactions and play video games and obsess over a specific character and mm -hmm. like what led to that in the first place. Yeah. 
similar. I mean, there there have been people who imitated characters in books. Are we going to ban books? Are we we're going to go Fahrenheit? Well, it depends on what <laughs> state you're in, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. We're going to go Fahrenheit on this one. But so another positive thing of the video game stuff was. Um, they have the University of Missouri has created a video game that they call Recovery Rapids, and it is designed to teach motor skill recovery for stroke victims through telehealth therapy, which is mm. super cool. Hmm. And, okay. you know, Ace, like what you were talking about in the uh, Discord chat before we recorded is like this kind of goes hand in hand with playing video games, either developing or strengthening hand-eye coordination and motor planning mm-hmm. and just a lot of other executive functioning skills that people that have had strokes tend to lose or find mm-hmm. impaired. Right. So I think that's really cool. Um, some positive things on research and video games. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. it's nice was, to see that. I was going to say, like the, like the marijuana argument is a bit outdated and a bit proven to be complete and utter nonsense because in some cases there is correlation to violence that it, other people have exhibited but correlation does not equal causation like in plenty of these cases where there have been shooters who have also played violent video games there's also other factors at play as to why they committed the acts that they did and I mean, home cases, life, bullying, a, a lot of times. In a lot of cases, I would say it would come from their want for having attention. Because yeah. a lot of them We're gonna feel be famous. disrespected in their own life and saw see this horrible act as an opportunity to get that attention that they need. And while it may be negative attention, it's still attention. And they don't necessarily discern the difference between the two as a negative or a positive. It's just yes or no. Mm-hmm. On or off. Yep. It's I just like... hard when video games get the bad rap when essentially you have people that commit horrible crimes that have radical interests in any number of things. There are just as probably more people that are committing crimes with a, like a radical religious interest in mind compared to mm-hmm. people who are obsessed with Halo or Mortal Kombat, Grand well, Theft Auto. And, and, like, to the point, then, to these people that still hang on to this idea that video games cause violence, okay, then are you against drone technology in the military? Because that's an argument that's made a lot by people using drones in the military, is that it's, oh, it's just like a video video game, and you don't, you don't have the same after effects, you don't have the PTSD and stuff like that, and it's like... Also... Don't they use video games to train the American military? In some cases, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, if you're on the train that video games cause violence, then, like, theoretically you should be against this, too. But I find it funny how some people aren't. And never would be. Yeah, I mean, it's context, it's experience. Like, a lot of times, people are against something they don't have experience with. Mm-hmm. That's that's the problem. Like, I mean, when I was... I talked about this a couple times, when I was actually on the board of a church in inner-city Dayton, um, you know, I mentioned the fact that... Or it did, I didn't... I didn't I'm bring 
bring it up to begin with. It, what had happened is like uh, Harry Potter Deathly Hollows Part Two, the, the last one had just come out, right? Mm-hmm. And they were all talking about how it's teaching kids witchcraft. And then I've talked talked about this on the podcast where I pretended to Wingardium Leviosa, the woman who was most vocal about it, to her, and she. I'm not a Harry Potter fan, but I know that one. So I was like, so you mean like if I just take this, like I just took a stick and I was just like, when Guardian Levy, and she was like, she was like, actually frightened. And I was like, truly wish somebody would have videotaped that. Like that should be on TikTok right now. I mean, and I was like, look, it's not real. It's fantasy. It's, I don't know. Like, and the kids doing this understand most of the time, unless they have a existing condition where they have problems facing, you know, reality versus fiction, that this is fiction. Most people understand that. And they it's not real. Yeah. It's not real magic. It doesn't exist. Yeah. It is for in entertainment. Most, in most cases, it's like people doing LARPing. It's just people having fun. And like... yeah. And All beating this... each other with PVC pipes wrapped in pool noodles. I've done it, by the way. <laughs> I used to LARP. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, better than, like, like, actual swords, but, like... All this stuff is just, like, the satanic panic that took place in, like, the the 70s or whatever, where they got innocent people yeah. locked up and put in jail under false pretenses. It's just stupid fear-mongering, because you don't want to understand yeah, something that you don't like, even though you haven't had any knowledge or experience with it. It's just completely it's, um, bananas. And it, yeah, it's it's all about experience and exposure because they're just not part of it. And and when when I you know express that to her, I was like, now personally, I don't like the movies because they just mess up the basilisk. And they're like, what's a basilisk? And I was like, oh, okay, it's a horcrux, <laughs> right. and they are supposed to die from basilisk venom. <laughs> No, no. For me, it was a D and D. It was like an actual like mythological creature because the basilisk is a, is a South American mythological creature, and it's an eight legged lizard in its in its origins. And then when they take away, when you reduce the legs by four f- from a lizard, instead of and make it a snake, instead of doubling the legs, like and I was like. There's specific things about it having a lot of legs, and the only thing they really took out of it in, in Harry Potter was the stone gaze, right? So, like, they called it a basilisk. Now, I understand why. I understand why they did it, because it's very important important to learning about the parcel tongue and that kind of stuff, and why Harry's special again, because he's, like, special in, like, 40 different ways. Um, well, all because of one reason, but, I mean still he's got a lot of these abilities that they don't know why and parcel tongue was a big thing about the basilisk so i understand that conceptually but when i was explaining like like look they just i just don't like it because as a nerd they get some things wrong and i just my nerdness doesn't mesh well with their nerdness so it just i just don't interact and they're like they're like well why do you why would you know like they started grilling me like, why would you know about Basilisk? Because I've played D&D since I was 13. So, like, <gasps> I know about Devil it. And, oh, yeah. No, that's when I got that's when I got some stares. They're like, but isn't that worship. demon worshipping? Yeah, I was like, isn't that devil worshipping? I was like, I mean, if I wanted to make a devil worshipping character, I can, was my answer. Because uh, uh, 
keep in mind, I'm like 22, I wish, 23. I, I wish I would have seen this whole meeting. It feel it sounds like The Office. <laughs> right. It does. Uh, I feel like, yeah, I was Jim in, in the room full of people who were just nonsense. Angela's. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so they were like, it's, you know, demon worship. I was like, yeah, there's darkness and demons. I was like, but isn't there evil in any sort of TV show you watch? Right? Like, isn't the concept of evil always there? Just in the game, they are just evil. You don't want to be the evil thing. You don't want to do the evil thing. You fight the evil thing. And, and they were like, I guess that kind of makes sense, but I still don't think you should play that. You should really th- pray and search your soul about it. And I'm like, you learned nothing today, did you? <laughs> like, I was just like, yeah, sure. And that's that's the point at which I just tapped out. I was just like, yeah, no, you learned. I, I'm talking to a brick wall. I'm right. just, like, you are not going to agree. In In contrast, like, if you operated off of their same logic, you know, you'd think religion was largely about like touching children and making people feel guilty about themselves and hating gay people because that's a lot of what appears in headlines. Yeah. Taking all of that aside, if they want to just go for the source material, there's a lot of really like, scary stuff that's not for children in a lot of religious material not even specifically christianity Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah so there's there's all sorts i mean i I used to be there was one book two books but two books i was afraid of as a kid one was where the wild things are and i guess because I don't know why. There's this story about when I was a kid, I didn't like the book, and I threw it away, and my mom thought it had fallen in the trash can, so she put it back on the shelf. And I kept getting mad at the book because it kept appearing back on the shelf, so I'd throw it away again. And then I just thought this book was possessed. So, like, I, like, chucked it out the window one day or something when I was a kid. And my mom was like, why did you throw the book in the yard? It's just like... It kept coming back on the shelf. It's alive or something. And I was like, I was nah, like four or now whatever. That's, now that's um, some devil worship right there. <laughs> but the one I was, the, the one I was going to get to is I had this like children's Bible stories one. And it was the story. It had an illustration of the whale eating Jonah. And I was like, mm-hmm. that, that signified that terrified me as a kid. Why do I feel like I also had this book? Because this is where my like original fear of just, gigantic things came from in the water yeah or just gigantic things in general or in the water specifically in it just just the sheer magnitude of the whale next to jonah it's not specifically like things in the water but just i don't know like Mm. really really large so i have seen this book again recently because i was you know i'm getting books for the girls to read so taking books out of storage and stuff and i looked at this thing and like the whale is like a beluga whale in size like it's not even it's like barely larger than jonah in the picture well then that is not the one that i had but it's underwater and his mouth is open and jonah's like trying to swim away or something it looks like it's actively trying to eat him in the book and it's just like 
that was terrifying as a kid. Like that was legit. And it's all dark and stormy and stuff. Like it's not a happy picture in any sense for a kid's I book. I think I either had the same or like mine depicted it as like a narwhal. I'm not Maybe. sure. Uh, it, no, to me, they, they made it look like a, like a blue whale or something like that would be a larger whale, but its yeah. size was like not that much bigger than Jonah. And I was just like, why is this whale eating him? Like, and I didn't think it was a whale. To me, it was a fish in the, in those days. I was like, why is this fish eating him? Like, I don't understand. Like, and to to me though, that did not instill a fear. Like, I was afraid of it as a kid. Um, that's not that specifically, but a lot of things specifically is what made me love monsters, and then coincidentally got me so interested in D and then the whole reason why I love most of my favorite video games is the monster roster. All three of my favorite big three being about my folk. I talk about this all the time. Ace, I'm a monster focused hunter. I don't, you're asking hunter questions. I'm a monster side of the game. Like I <laughs> care more about the monsters. Mm-hmm. And that, that, so like as a kid, I would be afraid of monsters, but like, as I grew up, I sort of become more interested. I guess that was a little, different way to approach it is learn more about my enemy and then i became pretty interested in them mm-hmm. um because they're not real and one thing is like i've t- talked about this before my girls are terrified of the concept of zombies and i'm just like just push them they will die just they're rotting meat push it over it's gone oh and you really scared and you want to get away just walk they're not that fast just walk <laughs> so like stuff like that where it's just like i just sort of like lean into it now but, whereas you know but for what about when the zombie apocalypse it finally comes and they're not D zombies and they're like rage zombies and they just they're 28 sprint. days later zombies yeah or like i guess i get a like really good Busan. swinging arm train to Basan zombies i haven't watched that one yet um somewhere in here i have a giant falchion and i'm gonna be cutting up some zombies (laughs) all right you know they're also supposed to be stupid right so like you just put up palisades you know the the spike sticks yeah they just run into them like hey and andrea's uh grandpa next door was a carpenter so he's got like tons of axes and stuff next door so we'd be pretty set yeah you just go out zombie killing for a couple days and come back just get like a giant rubber made and strap it to my back just take out an axe every time and just you guys know zombies aren't gonna be the problem when the apocalypse happens it's gonna be toilet paper and like you know all the things that <laughs> like, people yeah, lost toilet their minds paper. about so the whole toilet paper crisis for COVID, you re- yeah, obviously that happened. I I, uh, I was um, I was talking to this girl at the time. I don't I don't remember who it was, but I was like, I was like, hey, I'm gonna send you a, a a sexy picture, and I showed like the stack of toilet paper I had in my room, like, hey, look at that, and then <laughs> when, when that first, I got toilet paper. When all that stuff started first happening, I was like the the comic book nerd in the simpsons i was just like 
worst apocalypse ever. <laughs> Just so disappointing that people are going in like people like ra- enraged over toilet paper and I'm like y'all are weak. Like y'all just need to get bidets and install them on your toilet and you'll be fine. Because let me tell you, a bidet makes things 20 times easier because you just rinse and dry and you're done. Oh, have I uh have I <laughs> have I told you I've convinced my daughters that you pro- that you pronounce bidet as bidoof? God. <laughs> it's not a Pokemon Fortuan. That's not a that's not a healthy correlation to make. They're a water type. They're a normal water. That Fine. just seems like something evil to do to Wonder Tree. Just like catch a bunch of Bidoofs and name them Bidet and trade them into the Wonder Trade. <laughs> Fine, then you better Man. get a Bidet. It's and like then... Flintstones. They have a use. Fine, you better you better get a bidet and then hollow out the head and put it on upside down so that the water comes out the bidiff's mouth. Yeah. Yeah, water gun. (laughs) Why? (laughs) What have we done? Water gun and then you can just roll out of there. Yeah. God isn't There you go. God isn't dead, he abandoned us. <laughs> <laughs> Over the Badoof, really. The Bidet Badoof. I was say it's pronounced Bidet. <laughs> Bidet. Bidet. What what happens if you upgrade it? Is it like a Bidaril? <laughs> like it's a Babaril? Oh gosh. <laughs> Oh I man, wanna, I, I uh, want to find out. A Biba Day. Yeah, there you go, Biba Day. There you go. I uh, it was it was a whole long story. She really liked this boy, and I was just kind of making fun of her for it. And I was like, "He's got a bidet, doesn't he?" He's like, "What's that?" And I was like, "Well, it's actually said Badoof or something like that." <laughs> He's got a Badoof, <laughs> and. Uh, I was just like, like, is he rich or something like that? And she's like, oh, yeah, he's very rich. But, like, I get, like, $50 on Christmas or something from my parents. And she's like, you're rich. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. So, so it was a long, long story that I I uh, did to to learn about and make fun of her, her little crush, the little boy, which was funny. When I, uh, a couple weeks ago, when I did the... Um, went to that derby car thing that for them her her car beat his uh this this little boy she's been interested in he's been picking on her but she mm-hmm. still likes him kind of thing and i'm like uh he's like he's kind of trash talking her at this thing for the the derby car thing little sprint car thing and i was mm-hmm. like oh i hope she wins i hope she gets i i, I just i hope she gets to like she won't because she's she's not mean, but like just the fact that no, he lost to her, even though he's been picking on her and, and stuff. I'm like, that's 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 a that's that's what I want to see. And she did. She won. <laughs> she got like second place over all the categories too. Nice. So, um, so video games are positive and not Bidoofs. There you go. 
We got sidetracked so hard on that one. I don't even know how we got to where we were. Let's let's not explore. Oh, but we got there. And <laughs> we, God we abandoned did. us there. <laughs> Let me just um dock where we're going. We don't need logic. Mm-mm. No. So, um, uh, I, I didn't have any news stories myself. Do you have anything else, Ace? I, I know, Sasha, you mostly had the learning thing. Or the games for positivity. Not really. I okay. mean, we all know about the uh, Russia stuff that's going on, too, so... Mm-hmm. Hard to be yep. a video gamer in Russia right now. Unless if you're willing to commit crimes, apparently. I'm as of, like, five hours ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's rough. It's always... I, I don't... I'm glad to live where I live, where I can enjoy what I want to enjoy. That is, that is the thesis for me on that one. That is not fun. Um, so next week is going to be our first Monster Hunter specific episode. I do not know if Sasha will be joining us yet or not. Um, she has not been indoctrinated into the Monster Hunter fan base as of yet. Play the play the whole game through in a week, and then we're good. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I've got I have a busy week this week. Actually, I have a, yeah. there's an ABA conference on Friday, so it means I get to do my my normal job in four days instead of five days. So that's mm-hmm. gonna be fun. Ooh, yeah, it's always it's always rough. Yeah, but you still have Monday off, right? So I I do. Hopefully, my toddler is not super sick, and I'm not spending my weekend taking care of that. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, my friend, he has a sick kid, and he said he hasn't actually got a restful night's sleep in three days because his Uh, wife has been sick as well. Mine's just, uh, it's just messy right now. A lot of snot. Mm -hmm. It's gross. So, could really use a B-doof right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're very useful for that. (laughs) Water gun all the way. Actually, I don't know if they can learn water gun. I know that you learned water pulse. But that's only because of Arceus. I don't know. Um, so we're going to. So the Monster Hunter uh, Sunbreak news is Tuesday. So this week, actually, I'm not. I'm still working this week. Uh, and I don't know the workload. Because it's always weird when my dad takes vacation because a lot of times people want him specifically because he is the certified engineer, whereas my brother and I are not. So sometimes they'll just wait till he comes back. So it could be a very busy week or I could be a dead week for me work-wise. So I might be able to catch that live. And whenever these presentations come up, usually I, I am sitting on Discord and watching it live with other people. If you people can participate, because it's fairly early in the morning, I think it's like 10 a.m. my time. It's it's very be... sometimes. Sometimes it's been like 10 in the morning. Sometimes it's been like two or four in the afternoon. Uh, I think this one specifically is 
like 7 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. Mm. Uh, I can look on Twitter and find out real quick. Uh, yes, 7 p. Uh, Pacific date time, but it's not really saying. Oh yeah, yeah, it's seven. So they're not using AM because they're using the 24-hour clock because it's 1400 GMT. So, yeah, it's 10 a.m. my time. So it'll be 9 your time, Ace. Which might be rough for you on the night shift. You, you'd probably I'm off. be out cold. I'm off on Monday, so. Okay. So maybe we can link up. But if uh, listen, any listeners out there, you are on the Discord or you want to be on the Discord, be sure to join it. Um, cause we, we have fun chatting about stuff as they're revealed. Of course, we're going to talk about it next Saturday too, with the monster Hunter episode. Um, and we'll, we'll try to find a guest and Sasha, you are welcome to join, but you, I know if you don't have much to say, that's fine too. So we'll, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I feel like you should probably try to find a guest and yeah, no, we will. We will. If nothing else, I will rope my brother in again. I have done this before. He is a monster hunter fan. I mean, we both are, so. Should we create he's, a, he's a good uh, backup. predictions board? Predictions for the presentation? For, for monsters. Oh, yeah, no. Surprise Blizzard. Yeah, we got five inches of snow in one night last no, night. No, I meant yeah. like Blizzard Activision. Oh. That dumpster oh, okay. fire. But Yeah. We'd have so many predictions boards going at once. Well, we can do well, one well, for monsters, and we can do one for Activision Blizzard scandals. You it's know, I don't really know what Pepe we're going to. Who is Pepe <laughs> Silva? <laughs> um, I don't know what we're going to get Tuesday. Like, I know it's Sunbreak information, and it's it's only twenty minutes long, so I don't feel like we're going to get a ton of new monster information. I think they're going to just do what they normally do: is reiterate, "Hey." Here's some new things, and then reiterate what the game's about, really. They're probably going to reveal that it's Western yokai, because the first one was yokai, now they're focusing on Western mythological creatures, mm-hmm. vampires, werewolves, and that kind of Wendigo. stuff. Wendigo. So. Maybe. Speaking of Wendigo, I have antlers on my list to watch. I still haven't done it on HBO Max. Oh, uh, have fun. So- Supposedly, there's going to be a subspecies of Bishathon. I don't know if you saw that art. It was on... like a leak, wasn't it? Not, well, maybe it was a leak, but it became a post by Monster Hunter. Because it was like the same art that was used to tease Bishathon, but it was like new colors. I mean, yeah, this would be when we get subspecies for sure. Mm-hmm. is the expansion hopefully we get more of the uh implied monsters that we're missing mm-hmm. six of them we got six mm-hmm. gravius ignactor um jaggy great jaggers no, yeah jaggers great jaggy or uh baggy roggy baggy We have Boggy. No, the the, the the he's my most hunted. Great Jaggy, then the because we yeah. got Jaggy and Jagia. 
Yeah, Voltron. so the great Jaggy. Uh, sure. That's the seventh, then. Bulldrum. And then um, Tetsukabra. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one. Did I say Gravius already? Yeah. There's another one I'm missing. Vespoid Queen? No. <laughs> we don't have Vespoid. <laughs> yeah, we do. I keep thinking they're Bernabra. We have Vespoid. Never think it's Vespoid Queen. Never. It was a one-shot monster in one game. No. Um, I really, I'm struggling to think of it because it's been a while since I thought about it. The ones that are for sure are, that, that really just, I just, I'm surprised are Ignactor, Gravius and Tetsukabra. Like those three are the ones I'm super surprised that we don't have because A, we have a Tetsukabra in the town. Yeah. But yet there's no no in the area. Uh Agnactor, we have its young. And then Gravius, we have its young. Like we don't Yeah. The Raptors for like Great Jagras and Great and Joggy. That's happened before. We've had the Raptors without the Alphas, which, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. That's that's something to talk about Saturday, next Saturday, and uh, we'll see Tuesday. But be sure to join us. You know, I'll be on the Discord live while, while we're watching it, if I can, if I'm not, you know, at a job site or something, because that could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it is just in the middle of the work day, 10 AM. So we'll, uh, we'll do that. So, uh, thank you guys for listening. This is uh fourth one at Hunter sub pod on Twitter and Twitch. And, uh, be sure to listen to the episodes, uh, every week. Next week is monster hunter. Week after that is our sort of grab bag of whatever topic, uh, like we've been doing you know, top something or whatever topic comes up, we'll, we'll figure that out sort of like our wildcard episode. And then of course, beginning of next month is the next quiz show quiz number five. And, uh, chance took the crown last time on that one. So we'll, uh, we'll see how the next one goes. We're considering, I still haven't decided yet, possibly more of a negative games focused one because of April fools. But, because it is like what April second that we'll be recording, so it'll be pretty close to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, gonna look into that stuff. And of course, we have later on in April, which I think ro- actually falls on the Monster Hunter Week as your conference. I think it's actually lined up pretty nicely. It'll be uh, the conference is the week after the Monster quiz show, week. so it will probably then just flip flop news and Monster Hunter that month. Sure, that makes sense. All right. So, yeah. Um, at Ace Badger Gaming on Twitter, follow him. See what he's up to. More RCS, more political stuff, getting in fights with people as usual. Yeah, I try to Not keep, really. I try to keep my political stuff more to my personal Twitter account than my gaming one for obvious reasons. I don't. My only Twitter account is the Hunter's Hub one. I don't I don't have 
I don't have the gumption to be on two social medias. Um, yeah. I started doing the art thing again. If you're interested in that on Twitter, I did mm-hmm. a female uh, Mitsune, which people called a female Almadron because of coloring, but whatever. <laughs> and uh, catch Sasha on the Discord as well as, well as all of us. So uh, thanks for tuning in tonight. And. Um, We'll see you next week with lots of sunbreak news and, well, hopefully lots. I mean, it's only 20 minutes, but whatever. Later. See ya. Bye.